Jack and Mel weigh in. I know, row. Hey, hey. To this week's edition of the Jack Mel Super Adam and May Show, I am Jack Aaron Stoops, joined as always by my brother Mel Brown. How are you keeping, player? Super. We have survived yet another storm. Storm uh, Dennis. Storm yeah. D. When did we start naming the storms, by the way? They've always been named, and they are named alphabetically. So there's a fun fact for you. Okay. It just seems, well, especially here in the UK, it seems like the last sort of few years sort of thing. Like before, it was like... I think it's always been a thing. And they're also, I mean... We're, I think we're being a bit fast and loose with what we're classifying as a storm. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure last few days, have, you know, just typical winter days. Yeah, well, in Northern Ireland anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's no, nothing out of the normal. No, nothing out of the normal at all. Although um, I was at uh, Tesco's, our supermarket, the other night, and you would have thought people were, were stacking up, you know. It's funny that, isn't it, how... Digging in. Obviously, the weather's very different, mm. but we don't have, like preppers here like you would in america yeah. not even for the weather just for anything yeah like you get prep it seems like you get preppers in america who are like the world's gonna end doomsday preppers, yeah. we're like, we don't have any of that here we're it. like fuck it yeah we were getting blown up up until about 15 years ago yeah your nuclear bombs don't scare us it's funny because that was one of the things like obviously not we don't really do politics in this uh podcast but it's one of the funny things you hear about the troubles is how like Many people, you know, every everyone in this country, I think, knew someone who was affected by the troubles in some way. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, yeah, no yeah, matter yeah. what side you, you fall on. But it's funny because you hear of like, you know, we grannies just going about their business, like bombs. You know, in the seventies, yeah, bombs are going off, and just, just like, nipping oh, out well, for some butter and yeah, bread, just a way out. You know, might yeah. get blown up, but fuck it, fuck it. It's been a nice life. That's what happens. I think that's part of why our culture is. We do a lot of that banter. You yeah. know, just constantly, t- you take the piss out of everything. People die, and you go, oh, fucking, you know. Yeah. We're just it's so numb to death. Kind of, in yeah. a dark way, yeah. Anyway, we've obviously digressed. And um, if uh, the bombs and the storms don't get you, coronavirus will. So, I mean, do you, you be- shit out of luck everywhere. Do you believe in, I was going to say, do you believe in the coronavirus, but it's no different than the swine flu one, is it? Well, I mean, we're supposed to die of swine flu and... Bur- the avian bird flu. Avian bird flu and foot and mouth. Plague. Spanish influenza. Yeah, I mean, plague took its fair share of people. Yeah, it only killed like five million people. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not putting it quite on the level of... You know what You, you know what was a nothing? A bit of a hoax? Yeah. That bubonic plague. <laughs> it meant, meant fucking nothing. Nothing. So, um, apologies. Uh, our, one of our microphones that we've just got uh, went faulty, um, unfortunately. So, we apologize if the audio quality isn't quite up to the standards that we try to bring you. But uh, it is getting replaced. So... Anyway, straight on to the UFC. Loads to talk about. Um, I suppose the first thing to talk about would be the UFC card just passed. We weird. watched it. It's a weird card. Really odd. Um, yeah. Really odd. We watched it live, as we usually do. Went on a lot later than I thought, um, which is unusual because, you know... It's a slightly earlier start, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, I suppose only things to t- talk about were um, Macy Chasson or Chason against Shanna Young. That fight was hot garbage. Yeah, it was. Well, it was... It was fun. It was fun to watch in the way that two hobos fighting over a sandwich. But that's supposed to be the level. Yeah. You know? Um, she, well, they, I don't get why she was so hyped. No, neither... Well, yeah. I mean, she has blown through people, but that's... Yeah. I don't think you can really hype that as a, you know, a 
future contender. Well, I don't know. Like those divisions are so thin that maybe she could be. But um, it's, it's I don't think anyone say. came out of that fight looking good, and especially like how lopsided the odds were. Now the bookies don't always get it right, but they're usually they're usually closer. Closer, but um, like, there's another incident like that which we'll talk about in a minute and uh, later on up the card. Um, Casey Kenny. Uh, who's a beast I said to you just before this fight I was like he, yeah. he's not a walkover by any means um, but uh, the he was fighting Mirab Yashvili Yashvili yeah, I always struggle pronouncing that Yashvili's a beast um, yeah. could 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 be a top 10 guy soon yeah put it all together going. plus he's got Matt Serra and uh, best comedy corner ever corner. I said to you at times like Laurel and Hardy corner. oh yeah like it's it's crazy they don't have their own TV get show. me the water the water get the water so good Devin Clark, Daquan, Townsend, shit fight. Yep. Um, Jim Miller, Scott Holtzman, fun. Holtzman. That was a good fight. I, it was I a like great that. fight. That was a low-key fight at night. I'm trying to think back of all the fights. But yeah. we're about to cover them all, so if, yeah. if you're wrong, correct me. Uh, low-key fight at night. Another one which I actually called, not, well, I didn't call how it would end, but John Dodson, Nathaniel Wood. Um, Nathaniel Wood massively favoured. Nah, you know by the bookies. That was close in the end, by the way. He was the favourite. Um, I wonder, was that um, UK bookies? It could well have been. Yeah. Um, I thought he looked really. I thought he looked good. I thought they both looked good. That's John Did, Dodson. He only loses to that's true. close to elite guys. That uh, cut in his eyelid was was gnarly. It was it like was, a. It was like a hole. Well, no, it was like it was like the swelling under his under his skin had just split his skin. You know what I mean? Looked like his. His head was trying to escape from a hole in his eye. Yeah, it, it did. Um, it was pretty grim. Uh, yeah. I, I was surprised that it wasn't actually... Um, not stopped, but it, there was no it's, it, no sign of that at all. Because it, it wasn't really bleeding. You know, yeah, but, like, but, usually but, when you see those, like, the blood's pissing into their eyes. Yeah, um, but the problem is, with the Diaz fight, the, the, the doctor basically, you know, in the end it came out, it wasn't stopped because of the blood. Yeah. It was stopped because you the know injuries around that area can you know a one punch it just opens your whole face up essentially, and to me it was like that that looked just as bad as the Diaz one in a way and mm. you know in terms of where it was and the damage like that was his eyelid, if that ripped was it I don't think well it was, it was, his lid. It was like I in it was between like, the lid th- and the brow I thought it was, yeah I thought it was on the brow you know like that uh, but what I mean is if you rip that that's your eyelid coming off true yeah you know or or opening right up and it just seems odd to me that that the um. Sorry, I'm gonna to have to turn my mic around a touch here. Um, it seems odd to me that there was not even the doctor didn't even bat an eye. No, On you I go. was saying to you uh, like during the fights. I think maybe not the average fan, but fans like us who make a point to watch pretty much every UFC event. I don't think you'd have to be a qualified doctor to make an assessment on cuts. I think most people sort of knew. Legally, you would. I know, le- oh yeah, obviously legally, but I'm saying from a judgment perspective, I think you... You, you kind of know. You kind of know. But that's a fight experience thing too. That's yeah. having watched a lot of fights, you know sort of what constitutes... Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it's just because you've s- yeah. seen the whole range of cuts. I yeah. don't know, like... Uh, I, it's weird because it looked really bad. But I was okay with them not stopping it because of that. Um, I, I, thought, I thought it was an early stoppage live, initially, and then replay. Thought, nah, it's fine. Yeah, no, it was absolutely perfect stoppage. Um, Nathaniel Wood though showing that he can clearly compete at that level. Yeah, but you he's know, still twenty 
He's young. He's, he's super young. young. Yeah. He's super young. Um, but yeah, definitely has a future at the top of the division. John Jones, or not John Jones. Um, sorry, I was looking at John Jones in the ranking there. Um, John Dodson, an odd one in that he, he he's, he's competitive at against most of the top 10 you know at competitive um i think he was ranked 13th which was odd fun fight would be dodson and rob font yeah for number 10 yeah um, I see that. or dodson it's a big jump but uh, dodson munoz would be fun too but he's matched up with um garbrandt didn't he no not garbrandt no. um wait maybe he's not no he's not he's not announced at the minute is he munoz I'm not sure. I don't think so. But anyway, um, the next fight on the card uh, was the Tim Means-Daniel Rodriguez fight. I called this. Yep. I said just before it started. And this was one, the bookies had Tim Means at 1-6. to six. Well, we were talking about it during the fight. It's that newcomer to the UFC. Um, you Stick have to a bet be, on them? Yeah, you have to be the most hardcore of hardcore fans to be following regional fighters, essentially. I just I, knew you could box. And I just... I knew it ten one and oh or nine one and oh was it might have been at the time. Means just seems a bit shop worn now. Yeah. Like the skills are all kind of still there, but he had that really bad double leg break ankle yeah. thing. And like it just hasn't been He got knocked out twice in that fight. Yeah, yeah. That first round one was Yeah. But he I mean, that's the thing, is Means won the first round up until literally one second of it but then once he got hit that was it it's one of those confusing names you'd be like Tim Means Tim Means what yeah what does Tim mean what does Tim Tim mean the dirty bird it's a I can't decide if it's a great nickname or I hate it. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. Um, Lando Venata and Yancy Medeiros. We will go into, not the fight, but uh, more about Lan- Lando Venata later. Uh, Three-round decision for Lando Venata. Looked good. Mm. Didn't look great. Looked good. Yeah. You know, I think what we saw there was the level he's at. He's good enough to, to eke by Yancy Medeiros. Yeah, that's about right. We'll see more. In, yeah. uh, Ray Borg. Uh, dirty, dirty Ray Borg. I think Ray Borg's used up all his, his sympathy from MMA fans. I yes. mean, I'm now I'm not going to downplay you know his his child's illness because it's terrible, always going to be terrible. But he obviously has an issue with professionalism. Yep. Well, he said last year, always injured or he's always missing weight. He said last year, if I miss weight again, I'll quit the sport of MMA. Well, yeah, let's see. Right up until he didn't. So he's been removed from the. Uh, Flyweight rankings. It's good. He shouldn't be eligible. 100%. Shouldn't be eligible for either division. No. Um, we'll yeah. make him fight at one forty-five. Just keep pushing him up. He's the new. He's like Kelvin. He probably still must be at one forty-five. Yeah, there's just something going on. I saw a, like quotes from an interview with him saying that like it's just outside of fight camp. He just gets so ill-disciplined that he just blows up and then spends most of fight camp trying to lose the weight. It's ridiculous. But that's obviously not working for you. No, clearly not. Although. I mean, this is the fucked up thing. Still gets the win, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the problem is that he is good. I mean, other well, obviously you lose money, um, but the consequences of losing or missing weight when it's in a non-title fight, nothing. Yeah. We had a, a question about the next fight, which we'll answer in detail. So don't want to go into what we think about Brock Weaver yet, um, but we we'll quickly talk. Brock Weaver won by disqualification in round one. He was out cold and knee the to the downed opponent. Seemed to be, yeah. Um, first ever card 
that had two. Two. Yeah. Um, Montana de la Russa, Montana de la Russa, um, and uh, B- Romero Borella. Um, she humped her. Yeah, it was a good fight, good performance. Um, her husband got knocked out. Yeah, it was that's weird. I don't know if I'd like the not that there's any risk of that ever happening, but I don't think I'd like sort of the pressure well, of I fighting with us on the same card as a spouse. I consider us fairly close and it was hard fighting on the same card and we were fi- yeah we fought same day twice yeah but back to back fights both times the first time there was one in between us because I was no, warming second up second time there was one in between us no no because the second time I the last thing I saw before walking out was you walking back in yeah but there was one in between but uh, the first night or the first fight we had I was I remember because I was literally standing at the curtain while they were announcing your result in the cage. Mm. Well, but maybe maybe there was no fights between either of them then. Maybe we were back. Maybe back. maybe I just remember. But anyways, that's not entirely. But it was relevant. hard. Where especially because I went, I went first the first time. Yep. And then I went second. I think the second time was harder because the last thing I saw, and this is not your fault, but the last thing I saw was you upset because yeah. you you know it didn't go the way that, that you'd yeah. wanted and 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 likewise i had real nerves that time yeah know? and i think that obviously you were trying to get ready for a fight and i was sitting fucking nervous you know so it's mm. it's it's a weird thing let alone well, it must have been weird wife. for her like seeing like it was a bad knockout as well it was um getting ready backstage i can't i can't remember was she out in his corner or not i, can't I don't remember. think so but anyway, it's probably not great for your preparation to see your husband and or wife no. uh, knocked cold. No, not at all. Um, Diego Sanchez, Michael Pereira, we will talk uh, a bit more at length shortly about um, what we think about Diego Sanchez. Um, but this fight was one-sided. Michael Pereira looked uh, looked good. Um, he was I on his know. way to win. It's a weird fight. <laughs> I, I said, Suitably weird ending. We do have a video on this, so you can check it out on YouTube, and we will be um, putting an extra to this up on YouTube anyway. Um, it's hard to gauge what level Pereira's at. Yeah, I, I put up a poll on our Twitter afterwards to see if people... Essentially, the options were, would you rather see him like ditch the dancing yeah and like take it seriously and win or would you rather see him continue to do what he's doing and have mixed results because uh, as of right now he's one and two in the UFC against yep. guys who aren't I mean Diego Sanchez's name I can't even remember the last guy he lost to but it wasn't no he was a new one or you know in the big scheme of things he, he just frustrates me he's a bit like uh, although Johnny Walker is more effective I suppose but there's like elements of that like if you just stop fucking around you'd probably be a beast yeah but uh, at the same time that's as part of his style his game yeah like the amount of dancing he did in the what and the walkout was impressive like, a that serious cardio workout i would say yeah i'd be breathing out my hoop by the time i got there uh, and the, uh, the main event jan blachowicz um coming away with the win absolutely marked Corey anderson oh and and the world wept at this there are levels to this yeah such an unlikable gentleman he really is and I saw he, he came out on Twitter he, after being like 
feed me the hate I like you know fans yeah. haters whatever and it's like don't talk shit you can justify it however you want and you have to eat humble pie yeah it says a lot about how you act in victory as well as defeat and I that think one against, I think it says more yeah the one about with Johnny Walker is like you're you like you could have been a big fan because obviously Johnny Walker was you know oh, the hype prospect on, yeah um but just the way you got on was just bitter and petty and yeah it wasn't it wasn't a great look no, it, no, not at all. And he got his. He really did. Um, um, judging by Twitter, pretty much unanimously, everyone was uh, pretty stoked about that. It annoyed me, though, and and uh, we talked about this last week, but I, so I tweeted about this last night. Hold on till I get it. Um, Although I saw, well, I was having a, I can't remember who he was with, but some interaction, and they were like, yeah, I fucking hate him. And I'm gonna tag him in it to make sure he sees it. Yeah, like, yeah, jeez, yeah. that's that, a lot of hate. That's cold. Fair play, cold blooded. <laughs> now I was like, come on, I've, it's a bit of a pet peeve when like you're tagging fighters. I think it's like, come on, man. Well, yeah, I mean, I get that to an extent, but I also think someone like him, I don't care as much because it's like, well, you know, if you're gonna because of the way he got on, I think you open yourself up to that. If the guy had been totally respectful in victory against yeah. thing then i'd be going that's not cool but because of that i'm like yeah fuck him yeah i'm he, sure he's a lovely fella in, in person i mean that's the thing when you get on with that you were doing it you know there's levels to this like you're just asking to become a meme well he just has and he just has um so a I, bad one. I i tweeted last night and people talk about jan's bar this is driving me crazy now because the myth has been like re it's re-emerged again the polish power people talk about jan's bar rock old's chin was shot and Anderson, apart from Anderson, he hadn't. Uh, Blakovich had not had a KO since Erie Latifi, which was set up by a body kick in 2014. His last before that was in 2011, and it wasn't in the UFC, it was in KSW. I don't know if he does have this part. Now, I have seen people say. I'm sure he has some part. Oh, well, he's, he's a 205, well, he's probably a 220 pound gentleman. Of, yeah. I'm sure he does, and I do not wish for him to hit me, but what I'm saying is, does he have this magical, like. You know, I, I, I don't know. Now, the thing I will say is I've seen people, and they've tweeted at us, rightly so, saying, you know, he's he's evolved his boxing. You know, is it yeah, coincidence that, that, that uh, Rockhold and Anderson were both in the pocket? You know, and absolutely. Yeah. But we need we need more to find out. Do you know what I mean? It's too small sample mm. size because I only... This sounds terrible because obviously the Rockhold one counts. I only really can take into account right now the Anderson one, because I have questions about what, like the state of Rockhold's chin, or his defense, well, whatever it is. Yeah, as we said, maybe not his chin as much as his defense, but like. Well, Michael Bisping, who's not known to KO people left, right, and center, put him cold. Romero, which is obviously a slightly different beast, yeah. put him cold. And then Jan Blachowicz, and that that run, you're like, yeah, dude. It's a bit like Weidman. Well, I think I had, I was talking to someone as well about where Luke Rockhold ranks, and you know middleweight history and I was arguing that he's probably you know he's in and around the top five yeah. placement and people are like oh well he's getting iced this you know it's like at that's the, what I, lets him down no, no, at the end of his career the, yeah the very end of his career and it's just it's, uh, there was a, a fundamental hole in his striking defence which got exploited and I think it yep. was uh, Jason Perillo uh, Bisping's boxing coach seemed to be the guy who figured it, figured out. it out and then from then too late or unwilling to to rectify it, yeah. But um, I don't know. With Jan, it, he's another one of these. I'm not making this up. He's definitely a middleweight, wasn't he? 
I think Double check so. for me. I think so. Because if he was, and hold on, we'll have this verified very quickly. I think he was. I'm nearly sure he might have been at K- in KSW. No, I thought he fought in the UFC at middleweight. Um, let's see. So, light heavyweight, light heavyweight, light heavyweight, light heavyweight, light heavyweight, light heavyweight. Like just making this I, up. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I thought he was as well. I was though. nearly certain he was. He's fought at middleweight. No, do you know what it is? He once said that he could never make middleweight. And maybe right. maybe that's like the triggers. I thought that as well. Okay, but maybe because he famously once said. I think it's right. Well, then my point about that is it's completely void. But he's just a guy who's been feels like he's been around forever and just never like he's always been good, but he never looked. You'd never have taken him seriously as a threat to John Jones. Now, whether because Jones has looked more vulnerable in recent fights, that's changed. But it's still, in my mind, hard to sell him as a legitimate threat. Like we've seen so much of him. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, and and he's like he's what thirty six or thirty seven now. He, he, he's obviously improving, and you could argue he's, you know definitely refined his boxing. Yeah, in in the last few fights, but like really at that, at that point of his career, he must be like a thirty plus fight veteran. Yeah, has he really broken through some glass ceiling with? You know? Possibly. I mean, my my problem with it is I we're in a weird spot with it because. We'll, well, we'll talk about John Jones in a bit anyway, but I do question whether or not Jones has declined or the rest of the game has evolved, but do you know what? I don't want to get into that because we do have a, uh, a section coming up where we're going to talk about that, so never mind, we'll leave it. Um, Holly Holm got her little varsity jacket for 50 This is the nerdiest tests. thing ever. I'd rather piss hot than get that. What's How fucked about it is, like, congratulations, oh, yeah. you, you don't cheat. cheat. Where's my jacket for not murdering anyone? Do you want me to get you one? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's so it's fucking ridiculous. Nerdy. It's just awful. I just really don't like Jeff Nowitzki either. There's something. And by the way, like off. I whatever they're doing at Jackson's, they know how to get around tests because hundred percent. I'm I'm pretty much convinced. Unless Holly Holm is the ultimate freak athlete, she's just. There's something fishy there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And speaking of fishy, I'm pretty sure that uh, both DC and Jose Aldo on the USADA website are registered at having over 50 tests. I think like 53 and 52, which they've either inadvertently given away that those two men who have never publicly popped for anything have popped, have popped, or it's just a really weird oversight. Yeah, it's just odd. Um, Roxanne Montefiore got her little teeny tiny Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Good for her. Amazing. Amazing. I love hearing about people getting their black belt. It's like, what a journey. Yeah. That's like, a big deal. It is. I think a lot of people take it for granted now well, because I think it's so many people in Brazilian or in MMA have them. Yeah, I think it's more... It's diluted down because... Not of how easy it is to get black belts in other disciplines, but in partly in comparison, it. it is you know like a judo black belt still to be revered. You know, very impressive. You've got it, but, but you can get it in four or five fun. years yeah, if you're really good. Yeah, it's not the same. You know, no, I think I think a lot of people take it for granted because pretty much everyone that's held the belt 
as being a black belt in the last five, ten years. Well, certainly, if anything, it's going to become more and more common, but it's still... Like, even the total number of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belts in the world is so ridiculously small. Yeah. But people, I think a lot of people in the public, um, especially more casual fans, probably don't realize that it's a... A, a ten year process for most people. Oh, ten, year, ten years if you're good. Yeah, you know. yeah. You know, fifteen years is sort of your your standard 15, club yeah. black belt. You know, it's a. It's, it's a how long many people? Path. Yeah, it's how many people actually like can persevere through ten to fifteen years to well, get it. Well, that's the thing as well because like, who's, who's the quote? It's like it's not who's good; it's just who's left. Yeah, well, that's what they say of black belts: just a white belt who didn't quit. Yeah, you know, and and there is an element of truth to that, and like. It's it's just a long, long journey, but it's a fascinating one. Very, very physically yeah, tough, yeah. though. Kudos to her. Absolutely. Congratulations. Dustin Poirier shut down potential rematch with Justin Gaethje or a bite against the Hooker v. Felder winner, saying he preferred to become the face of the real estate game. I misread this as wanting an eye to fight, and I was like, ooh, no, I like gen- that. Genuinely wanting yeah, to get in real estate. He just wants to make some dollars doing real estate. Um, uh, yeah, I, I said to you before, I think that Dustin's now sort of in stasis well he's one in stasis but he's sort of now moved outside that uh, like the traditional rankings again you know he's held an interim title he's fought Habib he's fought Connor in the past I, I think he's just uh, pretty much on on the lookout for, for super fights I think he's going to continue to push although he's playing it down for the Nate fight um, yeah. I mean they had been that, that fight was booked uh, yep Fairly recently, like within the last year, wasn't it? For New York, yes. Um. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, other than it being super fun, um, I really can't see any appeal to Dustin to rematch Gaethje. And who no. was the other one? Felder and Hooker. Yeah. Yeah, and no, that's still. It's not that level. It's it's managing the risk and reward. Like it's that's a what I mean. Big step down. Well, it's not a big step down. Kind of is. Yeah, but going from Habib to that, like those, I suppose Felder's fairly well, yeah, known. But like Habib's got like worldwide fame. Like that's what I mean. Like once you fight Habib, especially now because of who he's become globally, that's true. You know, you you take some of that rub and use that in your next fight. That's why Diaz makes sense to me. True. Um, Kansas talk about allowing live open scoring for MMA fights. We will have a YouTube video coming out this week on a couple of things we could do for MMA scoring and a longer one down the line, so make sure you check out Polygo Media on YouTube to get that uh, subscribe button smashed. Uh, like the idea of live scoring to an extent, but need to see it in practice. Said in the video, I think this is really what they should use Dana White's Contender Series for, is to test yeah, ideas just- like this. You know, Because the stakes are lower my worry is I've heard people say oh you know you get fighters coming out the second trying to you know you know, realising they're down to and they'll get that killer instinct and I said in the video it's remarkably difficult to finish someone most fighters aren't going out there and going like nah I'll just not finish them true I don't think it's it's that it's more the urgency um, which could lead to, fi- to finishes but yeah but what if you're up to but that's the thing um, however like I get the argument they're like well then they're just gonna you know try and coast to become super defensive but that's kind of how every other sport works. If I'm playing rugby or football and I've got a... Maybe you don't play fighting. True, but it's still a sport which they're literally scoring points. Mm, true, but you it know, is like different I, to there's, I think, Yeah, there's, like a, there's a grey area, but I, it's whether... 
I don't think it's so much that. It's like, while you're involved in it, why don't you deserve the right to know how you're doing? Well, I don't think anyone's disputing, like, I don't think it's a right, like a fighter no, rights No, no, I, I know that. You know? No, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, if I know I'm up to and choose to, like, see it out, why is that? Why is that a bad thing? Because it's, no, no, we've it's, just been conditioned by the UFC marketing machine that it's all about fight finishes. No, 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 you no. Know? It's not because of that. It's because to me, as a fan, it's not about wanting to see finishes. It's about not wanting to see dead rounds. Yeah, but uh, does that make sense? But the argument they cancel each other out because yeah, you've got another guy chasing more. Yeah, because if he knows he's got yeah, to chase it, that's all. Someone has to up the urgency and tell you what it's even more difficult to be, you know, coast out a round and be a defensive fighter if you know the other guy knows he's down two rounds. That's true, yeah, it becomes more dangerous. I think the dead rounds are the ones where, you know what, both of them think, yeah, I'm probably winning here. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, This is a bit random to read in the news, but uh, Frank Mayer wants to retire in the UFC, apparently after avenging his lost Fedor Emelianenko. First of all, I like the Fedor Mayer rematch. Don't see why, why not. Well, because it's just two veterans of the game who either of them could come out with the win. Like at this stage, I don't really care about seeing either of them for titles. No, you but know, like, like, I think there's more interesting, interesting but, fights which but, which there, haven't happened. But bigger risk. Yeah. But Do you know what I mean? Like if you're a millionenko is gonna get sparked again by someone because I think. Either his chin or the physicality side of it. Oh yeah, just I, I agree that he's not Fedor anymore. No, not he's never going to be. He's in his forties yeah, yeah. no, now. But like, I think there's the rampage fight was you know like it's fights like that. They need to you know like Fedor versus like that. Fedor versus Machida would be you know big names legends. Although Machida's still relevant. At, at, a light heavyweight. A light heavyweight. Um, but you know something like that. We've seen Mir and Fedor within the last yep. year and a half. I don't think... There's no public outcry for it. Bellator aren't going to book it. Frank Mir isn't going to get re-signed by the UFC. As much as I like him, and he is a legend, sadly, neither of these things are going to happen. True. So, um, Hawaii police are investigating BJ Penn for a drunk... or driving under the influence of the accident. Um, now... He crashed his car. What I found a bit was terrible. What I was laughing at was the headline I saw was BJ Penn knocked out by airbag. And I was like, that doesn't surprise me. I was like, who's, who's airbag? Is he like fighting on the regional scene? Well, he got knocked out in a street fight by a nobody. I know it's terrible to laugh because this guy is... He needs help. He needs help. Yeah. They, like, he really does. And to anybody listening, if... if He's one of my favourite fighters ever. And it's just... We were... Who was talking to... It was it was at the weekend. We were oh yeah, we we're about talking it. about the fight. Oh uh, yeah, because our friend is young, uh, like ten years younger than us, and he we, we were he saying, was like, like, "You have no idea." He was like, yeah, BJ Penn's. He wasn't saying he was crap, but he was like, oh, "He just he never saw BJ Penn when he was licking the blood off his gloves." Yeah, like and he's just like, "Yeah, but what about the run he was on?" I was like, "No, you don't understand." Like he was killing everyone. BJ, when BJ Penn was this tiny little Hawaiian who was fighting at heavyweight, with cheetah, light heavyweight, <laughs> yeah, and like. Arguably beat GSP the first time. I mean, the second yeah, time yeah, GSP yeah. pushed his shit in. Yeah, but like, it's BJ Penn. Like, do you not think this is slightly different? But like, you know, before the UFC sale, where the UFC were like, we're giving Chuck Liddell and 
uh, Big Nog, although Big Nog still works there. And, you know, these guys, Forrest Griffin, you know, jobs for life. We're going to mm -hmm. take care of our boys. <laughs> um, should, you know, do they have a, a care of duty to, to, to do something with um, PJ? Because PJ Penn, the UFC gyms are in Hawaii are branded. They're like, I think, I'm pretty sure they're like the BJ Penn gyms. Yeah, but I think that. Like, there is a business relationship there. Yeah, and well, and, the, and he was fighting up until last year. You know, well, he's like probably still going to be bloody fighting. Well, they probably still want them to, but I think no. Well, they've, they've, well, not that you can. If I'm Dana, Dana I, said he's not fighting the UFC. Again, yeah, if I'm Dana, I leverage that and I say I will let you fight in the UFC once more, and you can have. We'll get you a nice matchup. Oh hell no! I'm if I'm Dana, I go look. I fly out there, or you fly him to you, and you go. You've been great. You are a pioneer. You're one of the best who's ever done this. Uh, we're covering your entire ride to rehab for no, no, whatever the hell you No, no, need. but that's what I'm yeah. saying, is that that was what I was going to get to next. I think... Uh, but you use but, that to be like... Oh, I don't think you can but even But you bring. get... You need to be healthy first, and oh, we no, will but get I, you through rehab, and... Yeah, I don't think you can talk about fighting with him at all. I, it's just... It's, it, I just don't know if he would he would accept help. Um, but it's a, it, like, it's a terrible, terrible situation, and... It just seems to be escalating as well every time. Yeah, the, like, the headlines yeah. are getting worse, and I... I, I I really it breaks hope, my heart to see I really, anybody. Really hope I don't see like Ryzen picking him up. Or I can see it though. But the wood, don't know. Yeah, or one or Bellator. He's one of these even. guys. It's it's a topic for a different day. Like retired fighters who just can't let that go. Yeah, you know, like there's no make a good video. There's no contingency plan, and you know like that adrenaline, that rush that you know just can't replace. It must it. be really weird. When you were BJ, like like we were just saying, when you were that guy, and now you're this guy, it's funny because because you must feel you must be able to do, like he obviously you know. yeah no, but he must feel in the gym or when he's rolling or hitting pads, he must like still, I'm still here, I still can do this, yeah. Like there's yeah. a weird like detachment from reality. Yeah, it's like it's the fighter ego. Yeah, it's dark. It's like it is, and like I mean, the problem. Well, not the problem, but the thing that I can empathize with is having made that walk on a tiny scale twice. There is nothing else I've done in my life quite like that. No, no. But like, and yeah, you imagine no, that's the 100%. highs of the highs, yeah. BJ Penn's. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like, that's what I'm saying. Where people have literally been thrown about for years. Oh, he's the best lightweight ever. It was, it was our a friend of the podcast, Andrew Burrows, um, when he was on last week. I think he said this either on air or just before. Whereas, like, although the scale is completely different. The mental side of it is the exact same. Yeah, it doesn't. You change, know, yeah. like the the like it's the same feelings. It's the same feelings. Just might be magnified because of the pressure. And I was like, I never even thought about that. About how like they're probably just going through the exact same stuff mentally. Yeah, it's just a different scale, different, different pressure scale. level, different money, different whatever. But you know, it's it's that that bit just where you're in the cage just before the referee is like go. And it's funny because yeah. now I'm watching fights with a different perspective where yeah. I'm watching it and I'm like, I remember that. And you knew that bit just before it kicks off. Some guys just look calm and other guys are like, yeah. I've got to get up for this, you know. Um, but yeah, like if anyone's listening to this and you have any kind of addiction issue or mental health issue, would please talk to, to your friends, your family, to your doctor, to anyone that you can because it's it's horrible to, to see, especially, you know, people of this level. Um, where there's so many more eyes on it, and you know it is like watching a train wreck. You know, there's people like this all over the world, but 
it's just different when it's that level. Yeah. Um, he's not the first and sadly won't be the last ex-fighter to to go through no. something like this. No, sadly not. Yeah, so uh, Colby Covington believes Jorge Masvidal will price himself out to avoid fighting Kamara Usman. It's good for him to believe that. I'm pretty certain Masvidal Usman looks like it's on next. Yeah, I don't like that. Are we still going to go down this road of, like, fighter A scared to fight fighter B? My dad's bigger than your dad. It's um, a load of waffle. A load of waffle. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That just stinks to me of him interjecting himself in that fight to sort of... Trying to weasel in again? Well, not even that. Like, he's he's definitely in and around title contention, but, you yeah. know, there's obviously, like, whether it's real or manufactured beef with Masvidal. And it's there. It's there. Um and it's keeping him in the, the public eye. And then, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be mad with Usman, Covington 2 down the line. No, I wouldn't be mad at it soon. Yeah. You know? Um, so I don't fact, think there's anything in that. I'd have been fine with it and then had Conor Masvidal. Yeah, I still think Conor Masvidal is the fight that should have been It is. Happening. I don't know what the hesitancy is with that. Well, it's not going to happen now. That's well, what I mean. Like, yeah. what, what, what was the delay? Like, well, I don't why? know. They've just decided that well, that's Masvidal's going for the title. See, you you think that Usman mauls Masvidal? Yeah, I think he beats him, but I think it's closer than than that. Like, nah, he can't walk into that. Like with Colvington, his volume he doesn't he doesn't have that the same level of pop as as Masvidal does. Now I know that's why that fight ended up in a kickboxing match, but. Oh yeah, it, does, just don't it doesn't think stay he on the feet with, with Usman. Usman. No, takes him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I believe. Puts him up against the cage and bullies him. It just yeah, it's the five I, round thing too. Oh yeah, it's, it's probably will be five round. Yeah, but Usman just doesn't. He can go five. We've seen. That's true. That's true. Um, but then we've seen Masvidal go five with oh, his, yeah, like, with an amazing grappler. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. And Maya. I don't think I was five. I think I was three. Pretty sure. You might be right, actually. Yeah, but I would just, I would just favor Usman. Pretty one-sided decision. Be hard to imagine him putting him away because Masvidal, as we know, is tough as shit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's odd to me that this fight is being talked about like it's not going to happen because I think, from as you said, from all intents and purposes, it's going to happen. Oh yeah, but I mean, the only person saying that now is Covington. Are they going to bring the BMF belt out for this? God, I hope not. It's. I hope we never see that thing again. It, the fact the BMF belt exists makes me realise why gun violence is a thing. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, ridiculous. It was, and like, a marketing tool which worked for that one scenario, but, yeah, I hope. Although, I've said this before. I don't particularly like Masvidal. I don't like the character which we're now doing. Yeah, it's become a bit of a caricature, hasn't it? Yeah, and he's like bringing that belt with him to, to everywhere thing. he can yeah. go. It's just, it's not. You're not a champion. Yeah, like yeah. If I was a, a UFC fighter, I'd be embarrassed to be bringing a BMF title. I know. Especially just because the belt design shit. It's like just the normal belt, but they took off UFC and put BMF. You see, they're selling them now. Yeah, for like. Eight hundred dollars? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And like nah. BMF and Times New Roman. We do know someone who would buy one of those. Yeah, I think he should though. Mm. 
I don't think anyone should. Don't, <laughs> don't support it. Don't support it, yeah. It's like giving crazy. It's like donating like, money to yeah, terrorist organisations. I've got to spare $800. What am I going to buy? Yeah. Anything. Anything but a BMF belt. I've never understood people who buy the UFC gloves either. Different if they're like used, you know, like fought, well, like fight worn ones. Me- well, either that or you could maybe, if you're doing like a meet and greet, like. Yeah, getting, like get them, signed. getting them signed would be good, but yeah, just to have. Well, I don't know. Just out of curiosity, more nothing. Like, yeah, just wanted to see what they were like. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't wear them to train in, though. Oh no! <laughs> what a just dick. punching bag. <laughs> They're punching the bag or sparring in four ounce pro gloves. Guy rolling in with all the official UFC gear. <laughs> Dude, I fight and train UFC. Well, we uh, when we were at one of the amateur events. We saw like guys who had made their own fight kits. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was like well. It's no, a, it was. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. It's not a like good fair look. enough. Make your own t-shirts and, and yeah, shit yeah. like that. Your own but t- it's but the like full matching. Like, yeah, to, co- to copy the yeah. UFC. But they look the same. Kit. Yeah, it was, it was like the same design as the UFC. Oh yeah, but kit. that's what I mean. Like it yeah. was you know blatant rip off. Yeah, yeah. No, that was definitely uh, a weird one. But you know, Colby Covington can believe it all he wants, as you say. I, I think it's happening. Oh yeah, it's going. Yeah, through. International Fight Week. So we actually have. A couple of dicks. Well, we've got what one main dick of the day, but let's use this opportunity to uh, to discuss the Sanchez prayer. I think right. So we have another video on this, which we'll link down below, and um, which is just summarising it. But so Sanchez decided not to continue. Yeah. He asked the referee for clarification of whether it be disqualification or not. Yeah. He was need legally. I think everyone now agrees on that. Well, mm. I've seen a couple of people saying that. It, he might not have been grounded, but he, no, he, he was. Hundred percent was. Um, it was the third round. There was two minutes left. I don't know exactly. But something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So the question: a lot of people, well, there's loads of people calling him a pussy, and you you hit the nail on the head with this in a, in a tweet where you said, you know, he's, you know, however many fights over fifteen years in four different weight classes. Yep. What a what a pussy. What a bitch. Yeah, what a uh, little pussy. Diego Sanchez, you know Known for being a pussy. Known for being yeah, a pussy with those wars he's been in. It's crazy. Yeah. The that Gilbert Melendez fight. Yeah. The, the Clay Guida fight. What a pussy. Yeah, no, fuck that. <sighs> it's that narrative annoys me greatly. And one thing I noticed was a lot of people on Twitter who were saying harsh words had bets on them. Yeah, because I was asking. It was my first question. If I saw someone saying something about him, I was like, "Did oh, you have a bet on?" Always things a wee bit more when you're losing the pesos. Hundred percent, and I can see why because like an infuriating fight if you had a bet on. It's a weird fight with a suitably weird ending. That's what I said in the video. It's like this almost had to end like this. It was, it was never going to be normal. No. Um. The other thing as well is he's getting a lot of grief for, and this is maybe the one thing that you can question. I can't see because of the blood. Mm. There wasn't blood at that no, stage. There, no, there but wasn't. that to me is separate from whether he should have continued or not. Should he have continued? Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, it's a weird, like... I don't, like... I don't know how, how I feel. Well, actually, I sort of do. I don't think the ref should be asking the fighter. No. I think that decision should be made for them. 100%. Do you think you can keep doing this? Uh, yeah, I hanging out. Well, ah, yeah, yeah, because there's the it's like the it's like when people get kicked in the dick, 
and just like take your five minutes in the crowd, start getting restless yeah, and they feel pressure to feel do pressure it. to do it. Yeah, if you're standing there going, do you feel like you can continue? Uh, or do you make the five minutes mandatory and then ask them the question? The the other thing with speaking of time is that the what just didn't seem to be any set. You know, well, if he hasn't recovered in three minutes, five minutes, I was just you can have more time. You can have more time. How much more time do you need? Well, so first of all, the referee. Uh, it was Jason Hartzog, wasn't it? It was, yes. Um, I thought he handled it relatively okay, apart from... Well, I think ask, just well, the, well he has to. He has to ask the yeah, fight that. No he has cl- to. There's yeah, no clarification on that. Yeah, yeah, that's the rules, right? I thought he handled it well, but how fucking shit was it of the broadcast team to broadcast that entire oh, yeah, conversation? They, they did him dirty. Like, the microphone... Should have been off. Yeah. Just, just, just keep Although showing I, us the replay. I get that. They're like they want clarity and you know fan involvement and stuff, but it didn't. I don't know. Not not a classy d- move. No, it didn't look good. The other thing is, and this is the side of it that people do get is Diego Sanchez probably not got long left in his career, whether he wants to yeah, or not. Why should he go back out for to, to get to take more damage? Yeah, when he got kept with a, a hard illegal shot. Exactly. Um, no, whether that shot should be illegal. But that's a separate debate. Topic for another day. It's whether we like it or not. It is illegal. Yeah, hundred percent. Personally, think it shouldn't be. No, I agree with that. But uh, he's well within his within his right. He was clearly rocked, clearly concussed. um, Had a massive hole in his head. Yeah, it wasn't. That's the other side of it too. Was the big cut? Yeah, it wasn't gushing blood, but like it wouldn't have been unreasonable for the the doctor to stop that based off that cut. No. Um, Plus. He got but his win bonus. He doubled, literally doubled his money. Yeah, but people seem to be forgetting. He isn't the one who committed the foul. That's the thing that I was going to say next, is that Michael Pereira is the one, or Michelle Pereira, sorry, is the one who threw the knee. And yeah, I saw people, people being like, should have been a new contest. And it's like, what, so neither of them get the win bonus then? Well, not a, there was no grounds for it to be a new contest. He committed a foul, which caused the fight to end. That's a DQ loss. Well, we were tweeting... Uh, I think there's a, a weird... Um, it could go to a technical decision, I think. Yes, it can. But I don't know what the exact rules are on that. I, no. know, I know a certain amount of time has to have passed, but I'm not sure if it's like half the last round. Or I think the reason Diego asked whether or not it was DQ or not was because that way he but knew can, he'd get I, the win bonus. I think it, no, I think it can only go to a technical decision if it's like a um. Like an accident, uh, more accidental file. I know that sounds stupid. Like, I know what you mean. Though. Like a clash like of heads, or an eye poke, or a yeah. dick kick. Something. So like- we, we were tweeting someone yesterday, and he was like, "Oh, you know, I I said something along the lines of like, I think it's either a DQ or it's not. It's not like, well, you were, you know, it is a DQ, but mm. do you want to carry on?" And he went, "What? So cage grabbing and short pulling?" And I was like, "Well, let me clarify, since you clearly are a pedant." You know what I mean is any that result in an eye poke or result in an injury. So eye pokes, dick kicks. You know, yeah. like yes, I think they're either, you know, you, they're either DQ or they're not. Um, to an extent, it, the the dick kick one is a there bit is different. A, there is a, like a case by case basis. But but the knee to the head results in a concussion, which means you could put an argument forward that the fighter is not in a fit state of mind. It is case by case, and that is anecdotal. But that's the thing, but, yeah, it, but, yeah, it's anecdotal, but you can put that across for any file. You know, like, you get that's kicked in the dick so hard that, like, you're not going to recover 
fully in favor. Was it Stefan Struve did this recently? Yeah, like it was Ben Rothwell did it to him. Ben, yeah, that's what I mean. Did it to him, and then he ended up getting battered. Yeah, um, eye pokes are the same. Like you, if you get a really bad one, you're, there's no guarantee. You're yeah, your vision's coming back to you know a la, a la Stipe in DC. Yeah, a la Michael Bisping. Well, that was a kick, but but there's yeah, it's just I don't know. It just needs. I think the problem with this is is that it's it's left open to interpretation. There needs to be clarity on the rules. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Because uh, at least with uh, low blows, and you know, we all know you can get up to five minutes. Well, whereas with this, it was just like, how much more? Did you want more time? You all right, Diego? Um, you know, they're having a conversation. Which I, you know, I think they should. You know, to gauge where where he's at but it, it's less like it was given the option you know like it shouldn't be up to him if there was a question of uh, is he fit to continue that's you should the ref should be asking the doctor do an assessment is this guy fit to continue yeah so our dick of the day is actually Diego Sanchez's coach um f- uh what's his name Fabia something or something Fabia I can't remember anyway um here is some of his corner advice Oh yes, fire recovery breaths. Fire recovery breaths. I saw. Sip the water. Breathe in. On his website, he's a breath master. Well, that's obviously what this uh, five. Oh, sorry, it's five recovery breaths, not f- not fire. That's that would have been way better actually. Fire five makes breath. sense. Breathe like a dragon. But it's this bit. Listen, listen carefully. You're stopping your motion. Do not wait to see your work. I need forward, forward pressure. I need you to get off the line before you attack. Off the line before you attack. And this is the priceless bit. B-drill. B-drill. Think of the shadow. Shadow. Think of the shadow. Like, that is... Like, I think there's... like Give me some ride time. It's another belter. Give me some ride time. But We all want that. Shadow. Just send insane again. That's dark. There's some demons in those heads. I don't understand. Give me the shadow. I know Sanchez is oh, a, a, a madman, and we love him for it. It's but this is this is next this level. This is a super high level athlete with years of experience. He should know the importance of co- of proper coaching and proper cornering. This guy is a snake oil salesman. Oh, one hundred percent. In the second one, or in the next round, he basically said. Um, so you've got to get a takedown. You've got to hold him down. You've got to work this motherfucker over. You hear me, right? Stuff like that, I get to an extent. Yeah, you hear that but, all the time. But the difference is, this guy has fucking nothing to base that off. No, he's not giving you any technical advice how to actually do any of these things. I suppose there's an argument that get at this sticky. stage... Yeah, get sticky. That <laughs> get was another sticky. good one. Quit acting like you know, you don't know how to do it. Don't let him trigger you. Don't like, let him trigger you. Like, what does that mean? It's just madness. The fact that this guy has and he's managed only, to get this job. And he's the only guy. That's the only guy in this corner. I just don't understand it. He has to be our dick of the day. Well, actually, part of it's on Sanchez for letting him be his coach. But <laughs> That's true. I don't get... Did you see the video of him, like, with the demonstration, like, hitting the pressure points and just walking away? Or, you yeah. know, like, one of those bullshit. Do you know why you don't see those in the UFC? Because they don't fucking work! No, they really don't. Well, they, they work in that, like, if, if I stand here and go, here, fucking poke push my pressure my, point, you yeah, know, your thumb. have a free 
on it undefended strike at my throat you know or whatever like yes that's gonna fucking do something but it does my head in that the ufc like well not the ufc the commission licensed this guy yeah high well obviously the the old bar isn't too high i think my dog would have made a better coach than well, was that. your dog a breath master no no well she does like treats. shut up she likes treats though <laughs> yeah <coughs> excuse me I think it's just ludicrous that he was he was allowed in. Um, find it interesting, actually, just to go back to our previous point, that they wouldn't let him speak to his coach during the. Um, but that's the same. You there's no coaching within. Yeah, rounds. I know. Yeah. Obviously, you can shout from the outside, but, but like, you would think if it was about a set thing, you know, not to get coached, but as in, what do you think I should do? Because if you're choosing whether or not to continue a fight, you know, it'd be different if it's like you know, because if, if it's no coaching. Or no coaches. I don't know. I just. Do you I, know what I, I mean? Yeah, I sort of get it, but I don't think you need more input there. Well, that guy would probably have given him some ludicrous advice. It's true. Breathe yeah. out your just arsehole. Breathe out, yeah. Just breathe out just your pucker arsehole. Pucker up and take it. Absolute craziness. Um, I hope. Yeah. Quick question before we we wrap up the dick of the day. <coughs> I'm dying. CTE or mental health illness, or both? A big old cocktail of both. Yeah. Shaken, not stirred. I have a feeling he's a BJ Penn to to come. Oh, we hope not. I oh, I very much hope not. But he is a legit crazy person. Like we all, it's entertaining, and the interviews of over the years have got more and more intense and weird, and we all laugh along at it. But there'll be something he does or says soon. Which we won't laugh at. We'll just yeah. go, oh shit, we have been ignoring all these big red flags for, for too quite long. some time now. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's terrifying that, that, that it's the case, but it sadly is. Do um, you want to see him fight again? I, yes, actually, but only one more because I don't want to see a legend of the sport go out like that. You know what fight I want to see for him to retire? Melendez again. Nah, he's doing I know. Guida again. Yeah, I'd get on board with that. Yeah, yeah I'd get on board with that. Um, but I think he, I think he Although deserves. I, I don't think he'll get the lightweight again. He's looking soft. But that means he could get the lightweight. Oh, I know, but I just think the fire's gone. The fire. Well, I don't know if the fire's ever gone with Diego. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know, but ah. that, 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 that's one fight which would sort of make sense. I don't want to see him fed the. Fair enough. Michelle Pereira is. Uh, it's a weird cat himself, Not but he's also weird. a he's also a twenty six year old. I don't know if you say he's a prospect because he says a fair well, amount of fights, but yeah. sort of prospect. Yeah, young up and comer in the rankings. Like it's not like you know, it's not good. I think yeah, there's sort of like we were all excited for this fight. Let's not lie. No, no. Now in hindsight, like there's bound to be some sort of duty of care with UFC matchmaking that yeah. like this isn't realistic or feasible or particularly fair to uh, be putting people like that together yeah no that that, that makes sense I, mean, I was saying earlier in the in the show if Pereira stopped fucking around he could have got rid of Diego in a round and a half yeah yeah I mean that's that's the thing with him is that his style uh, to be fair he did seem to have calmed down a bit he did I suppose kind of have to at that level yeah but still now one and two in the UFC that is very true. Um, well, I mean, if my fingers are crossed for Sanchez's health, but it's 
it's just not good. Um, anyway, uh, the next piece of news we're going to talk about is Jared Cannonier announcing pectoral surgery um, expects to return in fall. Now, there's a couple of things we can talk about here. Uh, Darren Till and him went back and forth on Instagram, both keen to fight each other, was penciled in for March 7th, I think. Yeah. Then Darren Till rumoured to have visa issues, which I presume has something to do with that taxi incident where he joy rode a taxi or I think stole he's got a taxi some or criminal issues in the past. <clears throat> so I thought that was the whole thing, like he got in trouble and that's why they shipped him off to they Brazil. Got stabbed. Yeah, but if you're in and around getting stabbed in Liverpool, you've probably got True, true. Probably got something on your true. record. Well, either way, to, uh, that meant that uh, that fight was off and then Cannonier this is the weird bit he kind of half blamed Till yeah. because he said he only flew to the UFC event because of that and then trained and pulled his pack or ripped his pack or whatever so two separate things that is shit that we lost out in that fight because that would have been fun yeah what do they do with Cannonier well, nothing he's on the shelf for a good while like torn pack is what do they do with Till <sighs> UFC London March yeah I was thinking Hermanson yes he's sort of the only other one in and around that middleweight mix up who one either isn't completely wrecked yep or booked although I mean he very well could be wrecked I don't know it's hard to keep up with all the injuries yeah but from a rankings perspective <clears throat> or Jacare's going back to middleweight tell Jacare be fun Weidman's going back to middleweight Ooh, I don't like the thought of that at all. I would bet every penny I had until knocking Weidman out. Or could Weidman take him down? Could take him down, but I think that he'd pop back up. Could do. Be interesting. I think it would be short-lived. I don't know, it'd be interesting to see how he deals with like his only venture in the middleweight yeah, is against a small middleweight in Kelvin, and true. Weidman and Jacare are big middleweight. That is true. I just, I just really think that um, Weidman. I ju- we always joke about oh, this yeah, every he, time. He doesn't des- He literally doesn't deserve a such a high ranking fight. It's not even that. It's we joke about this all the time about how we don't like saying that fighters should retire, and then immediately tell and then immediately to tell people to do it. However, Weidman to me, it looks like it's not an ability thing in terms of like. The chin's it's gone. just it's just physically can't take the the damage anymore, and and that in some ways is even worse to see because if someone starts to lose technique or just can't compete at that level for a list of reasons, or is just constantly on the wrong end of split decisions or close fights, or that's different. But like we're watching the guy just get slapped all the time. And as a the, Weidman fan, I, mean, I can't. There I can't. is an argument that the people who are doing this to him, you know, like the Reyes fight looks. Doesn't doesn't look any better because it was still a bad loss, but Reyes has now become legitimized in people's eyes. But that's um, not because of the Weidman fight. Hmm? That's not because of the Weidman fight. No, but I'm saying at the time when Reyes did that to Weidman, we were like, ah, that's Dominic Reyes. Like, he's not really... Yes, but I was the opposite. I was thinking, like, yeah, you know, instead of being like, that's Dominic Reyes, you know, he could go on. I was thinking, he knocked out Chris Weidman. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I see it the other way as well, where I'm like, yeah, but it's Chris Weidman. You know, his chin, unfortunately, seems know, to have gone. I because before that was Romero, like, flying knee. Like, 
Never hits anybody with flying yeah, knee. Yeah, no. I know, but like, Weidman got hit with a, from what I remember, the race fight, was it not a jab? No, it was a big left straight. Was it? Yeah, it was a big shot. What's, I just worry about his long-term health. I, I, I don't think, and I, and, and I hope he proves me wrong, because I really like Weidman as a, an athlete, as a, a martial artist, and as, a, as a, a family man and a person. But I, from what I see, it just looks like I just don't know. It's gone in the ability to take that. He hasn't. And now it's not always the answer, but he hasn't changed camp. He hasn't no. tried anything new. No, that's true. You know, it's the same old format. That is true. And expecting different results. True. Um, for Kalanir, obviously, he's going to be out, out for a while. It's it's bad time for him to go out because he was kind of riding that wave. It is, yeah. He's gonna. Well, he's not gonna lose his place, and I think he's. Well, it depends. I think he was one fight away from a title fight anyway. You, you maybe do. You maybe look at if the timeline, uh, if the stars align. You maybe look at Costa Cannonier. Depends how long he's out for and how it plays out over the next few months. It's literally too early to. I feel bad for Till too because to you know that that fight would have been a fight where I think. It'd be a slightly better matchup than than Whitaker, but if Till gets another win, they can they can feasibly look at putting him in without Asanya. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying that they can feasibly look at it. Well, I mean, he beat Kelvin, so he's only going to fight top five guys. So yeah. another top five win makes sense. That would be a fun fight. Till Adesanya. Adesanya. I think Adesanya's got to get through Romero. Romero I don't first. think that Romero. <laughs> I don't think Romero's going to make weight. Mm, well, there's evidence to suggest he won't. I just, I, but I don't we'll know see. if he can. I, I mean, he can obviously. He can just about do it, but I don't Who know. Who was his last? Oh, it was Costa, which he, he did make weight he for. Did make weight for? I think. Yeah, well, no, but, I think but he's he did. he's missed weight. Is it two or three times in the last four fights? He missed it against Rockhold, and he missed it against. Uh, Whitaker. How hard is it to, if you're him, how difficult is it to be like, right, say I start at 203 pounds, right, mm-hmm. for argument's sake. How difficult is it to be like, do you know what, next time I'm just going to start at 201 or 200. How much more difficult is that? I mean, the whole process is a ca- fucking nightmare. It's just he's carrying so little body fat that uh, well then, but then cardio 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 and burn a lose a tiny like for someone like him losing two pounds of muscle is nothing i don't know i don't know the fine details of like cutting weight's a nightmare but yeah how the hell can you not after so many times missing weight at least try because i'd like i'd love to hear him address it i'd Maybe love to he hear did. Him. it's just He's also a man in his forties. But that's what I was going to say is ha- that. But that's why I have no faith in his in him being able to do it again. Because I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he did it last time and he hasn't fought. That fight's not even that recent. No. no. So it's not no. like he's got to do it. You know, it's not like there's been big heavy weight cuts back to back. There's been some time to recover and yeah and get there. Well, hopefully we'll see till at UFC London. I like your can uh, not can near um, Hermanson. Yeah. Uh, fight I think that makes sense for, for everyone involved so fingers crossed well isn't it that man with the lovely voice it's Annie Lennox um, for those who don't know it's a Alan Partridge reference we have questions that's a very what obscure know. reference not obscure 
very British. Very British. Yeah. Yeah, very British reference. I, lo- I love Alan Partridge. I think it is absolutely hilarious. But you're correct. Very British. I don't know if our American friends would I'd find say, Alan I'd Partridge say, funny. I don't know. I really know. don't. I, think I don't know. I think I'd watch it and just be like, what, what am I watching? Yeah, I'm not quite sure. That's this. fair. That's fair. It is an odd... Uh, well, it's just very dry. But then you see, you say that, but Monty Python is like quintessentially British, and it is loved in America. It's more slapstick, silly though. Do you know one one TV show that kind of very I really much think Monty Python's overrated? Uh, it has its moments, but I I I think consistently they're overrated. But they have some. Oh yeah, they have some that are outrageously. They have good. some very very funny um, moments. I think the American TV show that most nails the British sense of humour is Modern Family. Yeah, I can like see. Like, yeah. dry, quite a lot of it's quite dry Although, and subtle. There yeah. is slapstick in it. Oh, yeah, but, but I think as the seasons of that went on, it became less like that and more over-the-top. Yes. Yeah, th- yeah. it sort of leaned a bit more on the slapstick slash the same as comedy Parks and Rec and The Office. They, the early seasons of that were quite dry and sarcastic. The first... And season then, of the office is cringe inducing oh yeah but i mean that's what's supposed yeah yeah to no be. no 100 yeah. i love it um but yeah they definitely move away from that frazier was quite good in that way that like shakespeare I was famous frazier. so did i uh, shakespeare was famous for this the the comedy of errors comedy where you know the plot unfolds and then at the end all of these you know four stories come into one to create yeah. a comedy of errors and like the one of my favorite episodes of frazier was you know the one with the halloween prank where is it? I can't remember the ins and outs of it, but like Niles is trying to prank Frasier or Frasier's trying to prank Niles, but he doesn't know that his oh, dad's yeah, trying yes, to prank yes, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's just this like comedy of errors and like that's a very British sort of thing. Yeah. Um but yeah. Anyway, question. So as per always, if you have any questions, tweet at us at Super MMA Show, Facebook.com forward slash Super MMA. You can even email us if you want at Plugamedia at gmail.com. Carrier pigeon. Carrier pigeon, smoke signal, anything really. Um, and we do, of course, take bribes. Telekinesis. I'm getting one right now. Hold yeah. on. Beep, 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 beep. So, at the MMA game, uh, so the MMA game, sorry, at the underslash MMA underslash game, uh, tweets at us saying, was curious on your thoughts giving hurt fighters the option to continue or allow a DQ to happen. We kind of brushed in this a minute ago, yeah. but we will give a concrete and finite answer on this. For me... You don't ask them, you get the doctor to assess them. But then you kind of have to... No, because then what will happen is... But the doctor assessment will include questions. No, no, but it'll be whether they can or cannot, not whether they want to or not. So a doctor... But I, do, I think that's irrelevant. Oh, do you mean you, if the doctor says to the fighter, do you want to continue or not? No, not even that. I think there's some sort of... It's essentially like uh, you see it in rugby, um, like a concussion protocol. And if they fail the concussion test, they're pulled out. But that could send a fighter out there who doesn't want to to continue. Yeah, but they're free to do that. They're free to if they don't want to fight, they're free to do that at any time. Doesn't yeah, but, need to be but, assessed. But if they've taken a knee to the head, but why they can, should they continue if they don't want to? But uh, but that supersedes. But then they lose the DQ. But that supersedes if they want to keep going and they fail the assessment, then. It still results in the same thing. No, I get that, but what I'm saying is, if they pass the assessment but don't want the fight, yeah, but the, but they can say, but that's always an option. You can always go no. Yes, but that's what I'm saying is, then they lose the DQ, and it gets ruled a new contest, which is bullshit. That is true, but I think I'd rather have a medical assessment 
decide that for me because then that does become a if you pass a medical assessment then you go no I don't want to do it well then that changes it that does become I think the middle ground in that is to have the medical assessment and have one of the questions do you feel that you can continue yeah and that then takes it out of their hands. If a fighter says no, A, there's their out. Yeah. And B, and it's the wor- it's the wording of that rather than like, do you want to? Because yes. I mean, there's guys. We we were just talking about Monty Python. It's just a flesh wound. There could yeah. be people yeah, hang- yeah. in there with their arm severed or their eye hanging out of their head. And do you want to continue? Oh yeah. Yeah, of course yeah, I do. No, of course I do. I'd love to. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. So in short, I think we're both sort of in agreement um, yeah. with with that refined rule. But what I will say is a hurt fighter needs to be from not shot eye poke or uh, illegal 12-6 elbow or you know an, an illegal shot i think that there are other decuable offenses that do not count just to clarify that yeah. since we had some patent tweet us that <laughs> so just to clarify as long as it is a legitimate injury, so no way. If you grab my shorts, do you want to continue? Ah, no, ah, I am open. What is it? Oh, my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes, make sure you all go follow the underscore uh, the the underscore MMA underscore game. So uh, another question from a uh, well a, a new follower. So hello at Toffee JP, which is uh, a, I have no idea what that's in regards to, but I dig it because I like toffee. He said, easy question, based on his performance last night, uh, also with a new coach, uh, who reminds me of those weird no-touch kung fu guys, do you think it's time for Diego to hang it up? Well, we sort of again touched on this, but we didn't ask that question directly. Uh, Mm, What do you think? I wouldn't be upset if we hung them up. Same. I think there's... You can have one more of... And... uh, one more and then ride off into the sunset but it has to be a very matched up yeah, yeah. so like my suggestion was a clay guida rematch i think i i agree with you on that in terms of because they've always talked about this like loads of like older veteran fighters have talked about like essentially a legends league it's ludicrous to find that oh yeah well obviously a bunch of retired they, fighters no 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 when they say legends league like not like an actual like league, you know, or table, but like, oh, just like an unwritten, an unwritten thing that they would fight amongst themselves. You know, like they always used to talk about it after John Jones wiped them all out at light heavyweight. That like people like Rampage and Shogun and Vonderlay would all Ram- and Rashad, yeah, would all you know like fight each other and Vitor. You know, like those guys <laughs> kind of makes sense. So but like, I just think there's sports bigger than that now, though. Well, there's a, yeah, but with, different but, with, then. but with more and more fighters, I think it's finding the balance of. The young eating the old, yeah, which sort of is a necessary thing, and at the same time, you know, there probably is a bit more respect due to people like Diego Sanchez, who, not that they, it sounds bad, because and this doesn't exist either. Not saying they've earned a free ride, because fighting someone like Clay Guida is never going to be, like, an easy time. But, like, they've earned... Well, the BJ Penn is another example. Like, did he need to be fighting uh, Yair Rodriguez? That was that was a bad one. Yeah, like, you know, just match, I think, for those, like, veterans who've been there, done that, maybe a bit more appropriate matchmaking. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think that the uh, thing for me uh, is, essentially, am I happy about him retiring? No, as in... 
I think he deserves more than Dugoy like this. I think think he's enough of a legend. Had this fight, had he just been beaten, no DQ, you take the controversy out of it, and you ask me that question, I would say I think it's close to time. Oh, yeah, it's definitely regardless. But now I'm actually leaning more towards I'd like one more. As we're before, I'd have been like, well, I could see one more, but hopefully he doesn't. Now I am, he needs one more, so he doesn't end up being remembered for that. Yeah. Um, I also said that no one's going to remember that and no one's going to count that as a win. That's the other reason why I had no problem with him doing what he did. It's like no one's going to fucking be like, are you sure he beat Michael Pereira? I think Diego knows full well he didn't win that fight. Yeah. You know, he knew. Yeah, of course right. he knows. But anyway, thank you very much, Toffee, my man. Uh, so, our friend in the, of the uh, podcast, Cassius Cam, uh, which is at Cassius under slash Cam530. So, go give him a follow. He's a great guy. He asks us questions now on the regs, which we dig. So, keep it up. Uh, he said, at 27, how high do you think the ceiling is for Lando? What fight makes the most sense from the further facility at climate in the rankings? So, Lando, still super young. Yes. Some mileage. I would, that was my next... Where I was going to go with that. Age, not as much a relevant factor as mileage. True. I mean, the question of where you maybe look at next, Alexander Hernandez? Yeah. Ranked uh, 15th? Yeah, I could see something like that. I'm just not as sold on him. I think he could be... He's always going to be entertaining. I don't see him ever being a top five or top ten. I no. think the best... Top ten, maybe. I think the best we're looking at is that ten to fifteen. I could see him eking the top ten. Lightweight's just... Stacked. Stacked. I think he, he benefited a lot from having a good performance against Tony Ferguson. And that has oh, yeah, vaulted like, his... Because everyone falls back to that, but he's the only guy to, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like... He's had yeah, some Bob. bad... You know, he's lost to some guys who... Uh, who's his last one? Diakasi was that his last uh, his last loss? Yes. No disrespect to him, but he's not currently an elite fighter. Um, he's he's lost a, he's lost a few. Uh, fair enough, a lot of them have been close fights. Yeah. But you know, not the elite level guys. I think ten to fifteen is probably the best you can hope for. Um, I actually don't think Alex Hernandez next. Is is a suitable fight? I think he, he would need to win someone down a level again. Well, not even that. yeah, just like someone unranked or one or two more before you start looking at ranked opponents because one yeah. one win over Yancy Medeiros doesn't really spring you into the top fifteen. Perhaps not. Perhaps it probably not. gets you to the fringe of it in and around. So I think maybe like one more and then you're looking at that sort of thirteen, fourteen, fifteen Fair. ranked guy. Fair. Um. So yes, that that yeah, you're probably right. I mean, the other thing I'd like to say about Land of Nada is stresses me the fuck out watching him with that hands down style. I really don't like that in MMA. As good as people may be, more at than it. that, which annoyed me was when he kept switching stances and like looking to the mat and looking to his corner, like taking his eyes off the fighter. Like Yancey nearly caught him once or twice for that the head kick. Yeah, he's like, come on, man. So I know it's his thing. Yeah. But it's like we were talking about uh, Michelle Pereira. Like, if he just, I don't know, maybe adopted more of a conventional fighting style, yep. would he be more successful? Yes. Would as many people care or follow him? Probably not. Probably not. But then people like winners. True. True that. 
So he tweeted ask uh, tweeted as well asking us. He said an obvious question: would be, what the fuck's next for Diego? We've we've already answered that one in depth, so we'll not go into that. But he said, how long before he goes to bare knuckle FC? Oh jeez, that is a joke. Exactly but that's where, exactly what yeah. he's going to say. We've been saying that forever. Yeah. Um, you're in fairness, if there's an organization more suited for Diego Sanchez, it currently doesn't exist. Is it bad that part of me's like? Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. give me, give me Diego Diego Sanchez with that guy in the corner. Be drill, be Be drill. drill. (laughs) Give me Diego Sanchez versus Thiago Alves. Bare knuckle. Oh shit! Hit him with the fire breath. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Although I don't for his health, but as a fuck yeah, give me all that. Like yeah, no, don't. Yeah, do. Don't. No, don't. Don't do it. it. Okay, yeah. Um, he said, what did you think of the Brock Weaver before the illegal shot? He seemed a little jumpy to me. He's I thought he looked talented. shit. I thought he looked shit. Um, I actually tweeted that. I said, in short, I wasn't impressed, but we'll get no. to you later. I, I think he was the biggest favourite on the card. Really? I thought it was uh, Macy Shizon or Shizon. You could be right, but I looked at the odds for him and was like, what in sweet fuck? They got seemed to be an unwarranted push because he was... I don't know if he was the first or one of the first Native Americans to fight in the UFC. But yeah, because of that, I think there was like a unwarranted push. Well, I suppose it's not because like, fair enough, if you're celebrating the first of a culture or people to compete, you know, it's something important. It's, yeah, but yeah. do I think he looked like an elite level fighter? No. That's the problem. I it's think a balance. Looked, I thought he looked nervous and jumpy and... His performance was flat. Uh, yeah, I just I don't think he showed anything. No, and th- this is a bit like I'm trying to think of the same. It's like uh, CM Punk almost, where it's like just because you're the first, you know. Well, you know, Brock was the first, but you know because you're the sort of first newer wave with no credentials. You know, because Brock was an amateur wrestler mm. coming in, a lot of eyes on it. Granted. Your talent level has to match the hype that you're getting given. So if you're getting a push because you're the first, you know, and we see this a lot, like uh, Adesanya, uh, Usman, and Ngannou doing the whole or um, Nigerian thing. Well, not Ngannou, sorry. Who's the That's third one? I, sorry, I'm just looking at his record. It was like I definitely reckon I've never seen him fight MMA before. Last night, and I was looking at his record. And I was like, I definitely recognize him. He bare knuckle boxed Joe Riggs. That's where I recognize him. Shit. From. Yeah, he was the guy. He we watched that. That was yeah. on the our team card. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But he lost. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. We lost a decision to him. Madness. But um, no, I just he said he's like he's, he was fourteen and four going into last night. Can't argue. That's you know more than worthy yep. to end up in the UFC. Do I think he has a long term future there or as a contender? Absolutely not. Given the benefit of the doubt, because nerves and the pressure, yeah, you give, and him, you give whatever, him. But I, I mean, he has one more fight to impress, and if he doesn't impress, yeah, maybe get one or two, or maybe get two because of just how this one went. I suppose it does go down in history as a win. So he's not he one the and first out. Native American UFC fighter. I thought that's what they were pushing, but I thought um I may have been. Uh, what do you call her? No, I maybe I'm potentially being massively <laughs> racist. Incoming racist what, alert! What, what did you call the the, fir- the girl, the first, the first female champ at one? What do you call her? Diego Montana. Yeah, I thought she came out in a headdress once. No, I can't really remember. I'm nearly sure. That she was, 
Jessica Andrade yeah, yeah, yeah. comes out in the hairdresser. Yeah, no, 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 it is, it is her. So thank fuck for that because I was nearly massively racist. Yeah, I knew I was right on that. So Nico Montano, um, sure the big headline was that she didn't wear a buckskin or live in a teepee, but the UFC asked her to dress native anyway. Do you remember? Because I remember yeah. talking about that. Okay, thing, yeah. Like, well what then, the fuck. Well then, I must have got that entirely maybe wrong. Maybe it's the first meal. Maybe. First maybe, meal. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Well, he is a Native American fighter. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. Like, I've done that a few times today. I just seem to be, like, making these. It's because you don't have your laptop it to is. I'm double just, check these it things, is. bro. You need a new laptop. Yeah, you do. You definitely do. Um, so, uh, I think that wraps up our question. So, quickly before we wrap things up, let's get on to some of the highlights of this week's UFC card, which is in New Zealand. Do you think many people will be watching it? I have no idea off the top of my head what way the time difference works. Oh no, but to I'm America. not saying. Well, that's true, but it's also uh, Wilder Fury too, which sort of dominates combat sports. That'll be early. That'll be later than this. Ah, uh, so you'll be able to. Like, so you'll be able to watch both, or UFC certainly into the main event of Tyson yeah. Fury, which we'll get to in a minute. There's um, also Bellator in Dublin. If you're Angela Hill's fighting again. Yeah. Yes. I was quick. Yeah. It feels like it was she fought like a week ago. I think she literally did, like a couple of weeks th- ago. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Short notice fight. So she's fighting Luma Luke Bunmi. Um, we really do savage some of these names, don't we, Josh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Luke la la la. but then the thing is, you also you don't want to like, you go, don't want to go too like. There's nothing. I don't know. See, I do it to annoy my wife, but like when we're out for dinner, when she's asleep. No, I just but I was like, I always make a point that rather than say paella, it's paella. What is paella? Or chorizo? Like, but both correct. Oh, I know, but like, I know, like, it's not in our diction. But I just because then at the it simultaneously annoys me when I listen to the radio and they're like, uh, there's some guy from the north of England pronouncing Spanish football players' names. Yeah, <laughs> and so you're like, okay, like David. When it's we, like, when nah, we, you mean Dave? Yeah, <laughs> David. Yeah. When we were away, uh, me and the missus were traveling in the van. We went to uh, we were in Venice actually, and she was like, "I'm really craving pasta, right?" And we got we got pretty handy at Italian and well, more so German because it's more similar. But we got like pretty handy at navigating the basics. Please, thank you. Yeah, Hello, yeah. you know, how's one you, big how's Mac, you? please. Yeah, but I she, she constantly drilled me for this. I don't know why I did it, but I went in and uh, I started by like I was like ciao, you know, I was like trying ciao. to like well, that's actually I say goodbye, but I was trying to. Trying to speak a little bit of Italian. Buongiorno. Um, yeah, and... Um, is buongiorno? Hello? Yeah. yeah. And then bueno notte. Or, was it buenos notes? Yeah, it's, it just goes when you're not there. But anyway... Cappuccino. Uh, I was. I went in and I started talking Italian and then I got, like, lost. And then I, I love went, how you, uh, you just can't see it, but even when you're saying you're talking Italian, yeah, the yeah, hand's yeah, going. Yeah, exactly. What I, and then I was like, one the carbonara <laughs> and one the spaghetti alfresco. And, like, I was like, uh, she was constantly mocking me for it. And I was like, I didn't even realize I was doing it. It was like, uh, when, in one, Rome? when in Rome? Well, I was in Venice. But, but, same, but yeah, same, same, thing. same thing. Same thing. Potato, potato. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Like, I hate that we get known for potatoes. Oh, but they're so good. They are so good. We literally got bread made from potatoes, and if anyone listening oh. hasn't had that, that stuff is the tits. Yeah, that, that's the one thing. If I say, if you ever come to, is this is this down south as well? Or is Potato it bread. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Is it? Yeah. 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 It's not just like an Ulster thing. No, I don't think so at all. No. But you certainly get it. Yeah. No, I've always just assu- like associated with the Ulster fry, which is in the nineteen seventies. Yeah. The troubles of <laughs> yeah. Northern Ireland, where Many the Protestants and, and loyalists, the loyalists and Republicans were fighting 
over potato over bread. Over potato bread. But yeah, if you well make it to these shores, um, you've got to get some potato bread. It Fucking is, a it right. It is the shit. Oh. We do breakfast better than any other place I've ever been. Yeah, because they always like, oh, I want a full English breakfast. Fuck Take your full that. English and shove it up your hole. Yeah, get the fuck. You yeah. want bread on bread, bread on, on bread? bread. <laughs> like we have ice soda soup. bread on potato bread on pancakes on. And you know what? Soup Just bread. Fucking throw a bit of hovis on the yeah, side of it. Fucking right. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> bit of French baguette on it. Fuck it. Give Vita us bread. Get oh, that on there that as well. shit's the titties. But again, Vita bread's something that we have here that other places don't. Really? Yeah. It's an Northern Irish thing. I didn't know that. Yep, 100%. But yeah, potato bread is the king of... It's, you can't even... It's not bread. No. It's, it's, like, it's hard to... It's hard to describe. Yeah. Now that I'm saying yeah. it, it's like... It's people like, are probably going, potato bread? It's like... It's like slices of mushed potato <laughs> <laughs> you're making it sound it very appealing it's like it's hash fucking brown. delicious well, it's not like a hash it's not brown. like a hash brown this is what I mean just describe oh, it well, so hash brown, I want hash great. browns now so yeah. another form of potato, potato yeah. we should do a podcast just the top just five about, types of potato just talking about potatoes and then here we are being like can you believe yeah, all, so all they think we talk about is fucking Freaking potatoes we're all getting hard over potatoes here oh. <laughs> <laughs> so potato bread is like mashed potato essentially but like compressed the yeah, fuck but it and then wrapped in this like lovely breadiness <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't make it sound good either it <laughs> all, but it is the tits so the thing with our fry, with our breakfast is that we just fry everything oh yeah it's like, <laughs> what, what way do you want your sausages cooked uh, how, fry them how oily do you want them <laughs> yeah how do you want your soda bread cooked fry it fry it yeah fucking soda bread the tits as well soda bread is stodgy you like, need a load of butter oh no no, if you're having it toasted, not if you're oh, having yeah. it fried. I was yeah. going to say, like, in your fryer. Just no, what the fuck, no. No. See, I'm, I'm, I'm potato bread over soda bread every day of the week. Uh, yes, but not as a snack. So, like, if I'm would, having I'm a t- breakfast, so all about the, to- the potato Soda's bread. too heavy going. But that's why you get that with sausage, bacon, egg inside it. Mm. The you, like, gotta be you runny. have filled soda for lunch, but you're yeah. not going to have... You're, like, in a, in a fry-up... Fuck it, let's start having filled potato bread oh, for lunch. Man, I am like, my stomach is rumbling thinking about this. I am going to get some tonight. A fry? I might just do bacon, potato bread, and eggs. Yeah, because you're trying to... Get that protein, bra. Trying to stay bra. healthy, bruh. Anyway. I do, yeah. Trying to stay healthy. And then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to deep fry the shit out of all of it. <laughs> yeah, but, well, that's, that, that's the thing. Like, is there's no healthy way super unhealthy. Oh, yeah, it is. And the other thing it's, as it's well a, is... It's not so much what it is, it's how you're cooking it. No, it's both, because it's just bread. Yeah. Fried. <laughs> but that's what I mean. But both it's, of it's, those are bad. But it's made infinitely worse by frying. But yeah. you can't have it any other way. No, and the other problem is... I've been to someone's house once where they grilled it. I'm like, get this shit out of my God, face. I don't want to talk to you if that's the way you live. Yeah, it's like, you're doing it wrong. I, I, will, I will go as far as to allow you to grill the meat. If you must. You, but fry. Yeah, like, I can understand. Because yeah. part of the appeal is... You, you do, do your bacon first, and then you get that lovely bacon oil, and that's what, and that's what you fry it in. Oh, like, yeah. it's ludicrous to people. So, if you don't know what an Ulster fry is... You have the soda bread, you have the potato bread, you have a wee fried pancake maybe. That's optional. Yep. Some families don't do that. That is, but bacon, you, egg, sausages, mm-hmm. and occasionally mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms. No beans though. No beans. Whether or not you like beans, it isn't a part of the traditional. It's Ulster not part breakfast. of the traditional, but that's I, an English breakfast thing. Uh, but that's true. I do have English. English. Oh no no! I I've, I don't hate people that, that oh, eat, so yeah, eat, I'll, eat I'll beans. I'll throw beans in there. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'll throw the tra- beans. I'm talking oh, I know, about I know traditional, a traditional but like, one. I have family who live that in England. That was educational uh, for yeah. the folks. I have family who live in England and 
Nay, just have English heritage. Beans. You know, I fuck with beans. Beans. And then it's uh, it's when you start mucking around with black and white pudding and. Well, black pudding is technically a part of the traditional one, but I th- I think that well, do you know what fucking black pudding is the titties ah, see, it's not, so good I'm not in on black pudding I'm gonna go get some black pudding right after this just fry it up and eat it nah I'm not I'll have it if it's there I'll blood be ne- sausage essentially yeah I would never make a point to go have it like I'd missed it my entire life because I just thought I didn't like it and I've done this that, with that a is, lot of that food is, that is true yes I also fell into that category because you tried a bit one day I cooked some but it was like proper shit oh and yeah you yeah, were like yeah. yeah because it looks like shit well, I mean, it essentially is. It's yeah. blood and oatmeal and spices. Yeah, like it's not appetizing to look at at all. And you, it's. I think it's one of those things as well. Like, I can't imagine many like young people or children liking it. It's like a, if they knew what it was, they wouldn't eat it. Which is what well, I, no, fell but I into. Not, Yeah, but not even that. I just think it's more of a it's a taste you appreciate when you're older. Yeah, but like Guinness. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, because it's funny, isn't it? A kid will drink a shandy all day. Yeah. But they won't like beer. No. It's weird because beer, like, I love beer. So I don't. But I wouldn't drink it as a soft drink. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't taste so good that, like, mm. that if it wasn't alcohol. I get, I get it, bored of the taste of beer really quick. Like, I'll, I'll be on two pints at an absolute But that's what stretch. I was going to say. Is other than, like, when I go out, I go down to a local bar, we have once or twice every. Or well, about once every two weeks or so, and have a couple of pints, just a bit of me time. Mrs. is working away, you know, just relax. It's a quiet bar. You meet people that you talk to, maybe a couple of people come in and come out, and it's you know that it's it's an older people bar for lack of a better yeah. word. But I just like that I go sit down, have a couple of a couple of pints. But other than that, I d- like I don't really drink. And I, I don't I drink in the house. I don't drink in the house, and, and I be- drink Guinness, not beer. Beer makes me like it's just too. Gassy or something. Lagers can be like that. I yeah. enjoyed it much more uh, when we were away because the weather was hot yeah. and like and they, they had the wee small it, cans. Yeah, I can do that. That's that's that is refreshing, as I say. But I do enjoy a cider when it's a bit warmer. Too sweet for me. I like a dry cider though. Mm. Just I, see, I'm I'm like I'm I'm like I'm like a 1920s yeah. Irishman. Like give me Guinness, stout, and, give me Guinness and whiskey. Yeah. Oh yeah, whiskey all day. Yeah, you know, like I'm a I'm a whiskey and Guinness man. I'll have a Guinness. I can't drink more than one because, like, we're talking about bread. It's like drinking a loaf of bread. See, I don't get that. Do you not? No, oh, no, so no, heavy. no. And I don't mean I don't get it as in I don't get it myself. As in, I don't understand people saying that because I had that the first time I ever drank it. Like, a full pint was when I was 18. I just turned 18 and my dad. Actually, no, it was being, I was drinking before that. But the first time I ever, like, made a conscious effort to be like, I'm going to give this Guinness a real whack. Mm-hmm. My dad was like, you need to get the first one and then, you know, just finish one pint. And as I was drinking it, I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And yeah. then I finished it and I was like, fucking delicious, give me another one. <laughs> it, it's like that thing they I'm say so about... I've on my, my battle with alcoholism. alcoholism. <laughs> and it's like what they say about olives. Like, you have to eat 12 olives or whatever that fucking myth is and then oh, you really? like them. So yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't like olives. No, me neither. Um, they're just shit grapes. Um, that's exactly what they are. Oh man, they're they're disappointing grapes, and I think this spawns from me once at a at a party. I think like a canapé, and I thought it was a grape, and I was uh, like, "What the fuck is this grape?" You know what? I'll allow a small amount of black olives on pizza, but you have to have a plethora of other toppings. They're, they're sort just of too salty. They are, but that's what I mean. Like too it, salty. See, that's where and people can argue olives 
and pineapple. Sweet and salty. Yeah. I get it, but get the fuck out of here with pineapples and pizza. Actually, this mm. really annoys me. People are like, oh, you got a pineapple on pizza? I can have whatever the fuck I want on pizza. You're entitled to, but you're allowed to be called stinky names for it. Yeah. See if you asked for that in Italy. I don't care. I care. It's pizza like, is sacred. I, I don't, care. Don't freaking talk to me about pizza. Just I'll, because you love it, like you have no respect for it. Clearly. I respect it. Like, you I, obviously I fucking do not. You're putting pineapple on it. I respect it. I fucking like pineapple. Oh, but you like, don't put that shit on a pizza and if you do you do it behind closed doors when the light's off where no one can fucking you see have, it you, you don't have, talk about it no no I'm not saying like don't tell people typical tradition I like all sorts of pizza I like oh, it all you're one of these like LGBTQ plus pizza oh yeah lovers. I'm that guy like in I real life I'm Sardo, not at all I'll take it oh yeah give me that sardo give me that deep pan give me that stuffed crust give me that traditional Italian pizza <laughs> give me it all traditional Italian pizza is the bomb the like oh, thin yeah. pizza fuck deep base pizza not saying fuck it has its time in its place but overall oh yeah like I, I still prefer but that's what I'm saying like I just I love all all shapes and, and sizes anyone listening the biggest tip I can ever give you is get a fucking pizza stone for your oven I've got one shit is a game changer yeah I used to have one yeah and I've heard the story yeah <laughs> I used to have one and then my lovely lady smashed it smashed it and she was gonna get another one and never here has. we are Without a pizza stone. I love her dearly, but that was infuriating. I love pizza. Imagine if your wife smashed your pizza stone, how upset you'd be. I would just buy a new Dude, one. Dude, I've had birthdays and Christmas since. Well, you've been expecting it. And it's like, it's you have the perfect gift lined up. All you got to do is just add that to the Amazon basket. I just want a giant pizza oven. I like to think that she's waiting, because we're at my 30th in May. And I like to think she's like, I know exactly, <laughs> making you I know the perfect yeah. gift. And and she's right, if she gets me a pizza stone, I'll be, that's all I need. I'll be sweet, I'll be like, perfect, perfect 30th gift. God, I love pizza. Might get her one passive-aggressively, because her birthday's before mine. <laughs> like, you a pizza stone! Just for the house. Yeah, yeah it's just for the house we need it. never allows you to use it. Um, so, anyway, let's get back to the card and we're going to get this podcast wrapped up for all you lovely folk. Uh, Kai Car France fighting Tyson Nam. Don't know enough about Nam. No. Uh, Callum Potter's fighting Keenan Song. Jake Matthews fighting Emil Meek. That's an that's interesting a, that's fight. A, I really quite like that fight. I, I favor Meek. I favor favor. I favor. I favor. I favor Matthews. He's another one who sort of he's probably got in the UFC a bit too early. Shit, I get off the pot kind of thing in terms of potential. Well, not even that. Like it's just maybe he's just not going to be. As good as we all thought. They all got hung up on it because he was so young. But youth doesn't equate greatness. No, it does not. That is true. Um, I think a lot of the time we're like, oh my goodness, he's 20. So, so uh, we're all we'll 20 not, We'll once. not talk about all the fights, but no, no. Um, Ben Sassoli is fighting Marcos Rogerio de Lima. It's a good fight. Yeah. I quite like de Lima. Yeah, same. Sassoli. Who was it? He, uh, he absolutely kicked the legs off someone oh was it your man um we watched it as well it wasn't Juan Adams it was uh, see Juan Adams is already signed with uh Bellator Aries fighting something which means nothing to anybody who the hell's that I don't know some other promotion was it Adam I'm about to do it again. <laughs> the pol- is he Polish? By yeah, any chance? yeah. <laughs> um, 
Vashrak? Yeah, Is his nickname like Pitbull or something? He's Polish, of course. His name's fucking Pitbull. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a good fight. I think I favour Delima. He's got a lot more experience. I definitely think they haven't particularly stacked this card, probably due to the Fury Wilder fight. Um, I mean, I'm probably going to watch Fury Wilder rather than this and catch this on Sunday. Yes. Well, I don't know. I mean, this will be on before it. <laughs> yeah, but Fury Wilder's big. Like, I want to take that all in. I want to get into the, the pre-fight. I'll watch all the countdown shows. Make an, ev- make an evening of it. Yeah, I mean... There is merit to watching the the Wilder Fury fight because of the scale of it, but I just can't not watch this. Um, Karolina Kovakiewicz fighting Jan Jionan. Jan Jaman. Jan Jionan. Jaman? Jaman. 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 We have definitely insulted. (laughs) We're just heading there. Do you know what? Fucking fuck white people too. Yeah, this is one of these ones. Well, we're not great with Eastern European names in there. They're as white as you get. Uh, Are they? Eastern Europeans? I always thought that Eastern Europeans from, like, from, uh, like, the because like, we, we know quite a, quite a few Eastern <laughs> Europeans through through the MMA scene. I always thought they were a little bit more swarthy than us British folk. I suppose Scandinavians would be the whitest. Dude, I think Irish are pretty fucking white. Yeah, but, like, uh, yeah, but half of us are came over here in a longboat. That's true. That is true. But the Brits are limey. That's true. Also, also, yeah. Well, we've said it before. This podcast definitely is not for the easily offended. Um, and I have this bad feeling. People think like, like Russians would be pretty. Like if you were thinking of like this is terrible. Uh, geographically speaking, this is but it's also really close to Asia. Yeah, it's right beside Mongolia. It's true. Hold on a minute. Russia's like a continent. But we're also making it out like, you know, it's a sliding scale where (laughs) you go towards the sun or away. You know, it's like, like that's just that dictates what colour you are. I wonder. wonder, I'm not even going to ask that. See, I was going to go with ah, the snowy bit of Russia. No sun. Yeah, but again, does Mongolia not get loads of snow? Up high. That's true. Yeah, especially that. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, geography lesson right here. Yeah, or lack of geography lesson, uh, perhaps. Um, so Carolina Kovacevic, who is on the swarthier side, despite being Eastern European. <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way, man. No, but do you know what I mean? Like, I'm way wider than her. <laughs> no, let's just let it go. I'm way wider than her, dude. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's for enough next. Um, fighting, well, <laughs> Jamaman. I don't know how to pronounce her name. And do you know what? I will. I will say this. I think Asian names are either one of two, either really easy to pronounce or really difficult mm. to pronounce. Like I don't know how to pronounce her surname. Jaunan. I used to be a lot better at, at phonetically pronouncing names, and it was from uh, football and football games because you would always end up like. You know, a Shevchenko or something on your team. Whereas if you'd never heard that before, you'd be trying to spell it out in your head. Like, I would favour Carolina immensely in this fight. Yeah, probably. Um, but she's another one who's just. Don't you dare say anything I bad. Know you, I know you love her. 
but uh, just you know, I still got the the hunger still. To well, so she wants to retire and have a baby. She's came out and said as much. You know, oh, I think really? yeah, one foot out. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't know. That's never a good recipe for kids. No, fighting. no. But I, I don't know whether or not that was like I'm having one more fight and doing that, or if yeah. it's it's on my mind that over the next mm. couple of fights or whatever. But I definitely remember reading somewhere that um that she you know mm. wanted to have family at some stage. So um, which is one of those rare like not rare tough things for a female MMA fighter. Yeah, we just have to take time out. Men, you know? just don't have to worry about that. To, the same, to the same extent. Obviously, yeah, well, like nothing's yeah. going to happen to your body. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Is like, yeah. if we want to have a child, we can still train and fight. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, it's you a bit different. sleep as well. But. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, but, uh, Jimmy Crute fighting Michael Oleksiuk. Um, I really like this fight. It's a great fight. But With Jimmy Crute. No, go ahead. Hype train was maybe derailed a wee bit last time out. Uh, who was it? Jimmy Crute fight last time. He got beaten by because uh, he tapped Paul Craig, which is impressive. But he looked really good against Paul Craig, and then he ran up against um, Misha Serkinov. Serkinov, yes, he tapped him. Yeah, but that's a that's a level thing there. Oh yeah, Jimmy Crute's another guy who, you know, not willing to write off yet. No, no, still no. a prospect in my eyes. He's also a prospect in a fucking although maybe not as competitive a division tough one because one punch at, at anything from sort of middleweight up it's um yeah and how do you Alexiuk or Alexiuk Alexiuk why are you asking me I don't know <laughs> have we not established I don't, I don't fucking know I'm, I'm just clearly a racist and can't <laughs> fucking spell I'm I don't just, know I'm just passing blame before I butcher it myself yeah, be like, um, oh, well I checked with, yeah, I checked uh, with the my, super yeah. rad MMA yeah <laughs> checked with Jack um but uh, he's got pretty slick boxing. Crute's pretty handy on the feet as well. He's hey. t- he strikes me as... Do you know who he could turn into? Michael Bisping. Like, in terms of his skill set. Mm. He's just he's good everywhere. F- he is good everywhere, but he's more... F- who are we talking about here? Jimmy Crute? Or- yeah, Jim Crute. Uh, maybe. It's hard I don't to think say. he'll reach that level. Oh no, I'm not even saying that. But like, I just don't think he's got the the movement or anything. Yeah, it's hard to gauge. But anyway, I probably f- Ooh, I don't know. That's a tough one to call. That is a tough fight to call. Yeah. Um, I because who did Alexia? Just oh, he beat the piss out of your man Rakic. Was it? No, I no, thought Rakic. Rakic um, um, I see that. See, because he had another. He had a few. Body shot finishes in the bounce, didn't he? Yes, he did. Um, I'm just trying to find. Then did he out. not lose his last fight as well? Um, it's spelling his surname. His <laughs> I'm trying to get it into Google, but it's <laughs> yeah. not going to happen quickly. Um, uh, let's see. I can't remember who it was, but you're right because I remember watching it. It was impressive. It was Ovin Simpru tapped him, and then he beat uh, Antigulov, Antigulov, Antigulov. Yeah. Apparently You're anti Gulov. I'm, 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 I'm 100% anti Gulov. Yeah. Um, and Gianfalante was the one that he finished uh, brutally. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, what was the one we're forgetting? So I think I'm going to go with Crute because of. I'm just. I think, I think he's is, got a more rounded skill set. Yeah, I think this is really good matchmaking. Oh, it's perfect. Think, yeah, these guys are like. 
pretty much. It is maybe a bit early though for both, you know, because well, you like run the. Well, actually, because no, because they both lost now. Yeah. So yeah, fuck it, it's perfect. Yeah, perfect. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Crute. I think he's. I think you're right. I think he's more well-rounded. I think Alexiak's probably more strike-heavy, but Crute does have a, a ground threat. Um, I think Crute will tap him. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going for. Um, I think it will be a tap. So um, the main event, of course, is none other than who? Paul Felder. Yeah, that's the one. Dan, Dan Hooker. Hooker. Yeah. So it's a great fight as well. Felder wins. Yeah, Felder winning handily. Maybe not handily, but I just think he's bigger, more physical. He's nastier. Um, it's a battle of strikers. Um. Lots of people are putting lots of stock in that, well, Hooker trains with Adesanya. Yep. All right. So, yeah. yeah. Our oh, team yeah. Lovov trained with Conor McGregor. Yeah. But, I mean, there is some benefit. <laughs> I think lots of people, especially on Twitter, you see, like, just Adesanya is the be-all and end-all of everything these days. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I really like Dan Hooker. I think he's good. I thought he's got pretty overly sensitive about this fight he took it because like, he said he like was it Felder said I'm going to beat you in front of your family yeah and then Felder put out he didn't make it but someone did it was quite funny it was like a black and white meme of Felder pimp handing him I was like pimp handing not meant for your wife but meant for a hooker oh, <laughs> and I was oh, like that's oh. clever that's like, clever yeah. but like, like apparently it. Dan Hooker got all out of sorts all out of sorts about this I just yeah. think I really like this fight, but I think, yeah. Feller's got a chin as well. He does. You have to nearly kill him. Yeah. Dead. <clears throat> well. And hopefully it's just five rounds of stand up. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to. Felder's probably slightly more well rounded, maybe. Mm, uh, Hooker has a nice guillotine. Does he not? Felder's he does. better wrestling, I'd yes, say. Yes, but I, it's not like dynamic no, enough not, to like yeah. be like he will dominate him on oh, the ground. Yeah, no, I think I think he he's a better wrestling, which could help with his striking in I think terms he's a heavier of heavier hitter as well. Yes, he is, but he also he's massive range difference there. But mm. what's interesting is in terms of the wrestling, what it enables him to do is flurry forward, push him against the cage, yeah. break, you know. And I think what we could see a lot of that from Felder, where no one has a bit of an advantage in the wrestling, not taking him down but I think what he'll do is he'll look to cut off the cage flurry forward put him against the cage and then back off again and, and just keep trying to do that you know I think we see Hooker then flurrying forward yeah. Felder just backing off and I think it's going to be a bit of like a ping pong across the cage because Hooker has a or sorry um, Felder has a bit of a wrestling advantage yeah. so we'll see anything else to add before we wrap this shiz up <sighs> not that I can don't eat yellow snow don't do drugs, kids. Well, some of them. Try your best to read other languages so you don't come off like an idiot trying to read people's names out. It's true. It's good advice. Well, please be sure to check out our uh, YouTube page. We have been pumping the content out. More to come. Uh, and that's at, uh, well, it's YouTube. And then search for Pulika Media. You can find us on the Twitters at MMA Show, where we just broke the 1,000 followers mark. Yay! Yay! It's only taken us a wee while. That's true. Yeah, but it's good. Thank you very much for the interaction from everyone. Please be sure to check out the, the YouTube channel, because we've been working really hard on that. Uh, leave a wee review uh, on, on iTunes. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on your whatever 
podcast app you use tag your friends that's the biggest thing that anyone could do to help us out is share the youtube videos share the podcast on facebook twitter myspace bebo bumble grinder whatever whatever it is that you're back just do it because it really helps us out if you're interested in supporting the podcast it's the best thing you can do second best thing you can do is uh you can give us some cold hard dollars which we have used to upgrade the equipment and <clears throat> it's used just to, to help bring you a better product so you can do that at patreon.com forward slash super mma and until next week much love guys peace